Hello, spreaders, and welcome back to the Spread Podcast. Apologies for the voice right now. I am currently suffering a flu, but I am still your host, Kaz. <laughs> Remember me? I know we've been gone for way too long, almost a month now, and I feel so guilty having been away that I've decided, and I say this with tons of fear in my heart, that I am going to release two podcast episodes a week for the rest of the year. Um, that's just one month, and it's about five weeks. So I, and I have, I you know it's, it's crazy. I have tons of amazing content up my sleeve, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Like for real, for real. The guests I have had on the show are amazing. Like guys, like guys, tune in. Remember to follow us on all of our social media platforms. That's at the Spread Pod on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. And also, don't forget that if you are in Nairobi, come through to The Alchemist every Sunday for the Nairobi flea market. This is a really good time to come and shop for your loved ones for their Christmas presents. So much to buy, lots to eat and drink, and amazing live musical performances. So follow at the Nairobi flea market on all social media platforms to find out who's performing or who's going to be selling stuff. And all of that good stuff. That's every Sunday at The Alchemist from 11 a.m. And we have an all-day happy hour offer on some drinks. You don't want to miss out on that. This episode couldn't possibly be any gayer. We've joined Kenya, Uganda, South Africa, England, and Germany together to answer your questions. I met the most wonderful group of people who had come into Nairobi for the Out Film Festival recently and we got the opportunity to join and discuss such an array of wonderful things around sexuality like my favorite time to pass is talking about different aspects of sexuality with people who are as quote-unquote woke as I like to think that I am it's really nice to have those discussions and to have those spaces where these discussions can be had and the out film festival really allows for that to happen which happens every year in Nairobi um, I won't let the proverbial cat out of the bag, but yo, this episode is super lit. Also, a quick one, we are now on Spotify. So if that's your preference um, for podcast apps, please go on there and type the Spread Podcast and enter the name Kaz after and you'll find us. Uh, we've been having issues finding ourselves on there, but it's because we've been on for like two days and nobody really knows us in that space. We're new. So sometimes you'll type in the spread and you won't be able to find us. So just type in Kaz after and you will see us. And then when we're more popular, you'll be able to spot us right at the top. If you're listening on iTunes, please go on and leave us a review because that's what keeps us at the top of the charts and let us know what you think about us. For now, back to our current podcast episode. Please meet Kevin, Mildred, Dion, Wayland, and Tiff. All are artists in their own right, all with strong, powerful opinions. Today, we are very lucky to have our podcast recorded at the Creative Garage. Thank you so much, Kevin Mashiro, for uh, organizing this. In the Yes, in the audience, uh, we've got my friend, Kevin. It's so good to have you it's here. It's so good to be on the Spreadcast. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You. And we're going to talk a little bit about your podcast as well uh, when we're wrapping up. But today, we have a very interesting kind of like, it's like a semi the spread live it's like a smaller version of the spread live there's a bit of an audience we have some guests from uganda we've got mildred in the house hi mildred hey. hi everybody i lost my voice i sound so much sexier yes <laughs> uh. <laughs> i feel like because this is how i met you then if if we spoke on the phone again i'd be like no 
I prefer your sexy voice. It's really, this is actually how she speaks all the time. It's very beautiful. <laughs> and we have a few other folk in the, in the studio. Welcome, guys. <laughs> and this is very exciting for me. Today, we're going to be talking about some of your questions, some of your concern, and I'm going to see if we can have like a little panel discussion and see what other people's thoughts on these questions are. But before we do that, I actually just really quickly want to do a round of introductions so that people know who is here today. Feel free to speak. Feel free not to speak. Completely up to you. But as y'all know, I'm your girl, Kev. <laughs> Kevin, shoot. Hey, I'm Kevin Wachero, um, gay man, activist, writer, poet, podcaster, and also producer and editor of uh, Nipe Story which is a podcast on uh, short stories, um, audio, which is a podcast on audio, audio versions of short stories from Kenya and across the continent. A very dope podcast. So if you want to listen to it, the link is in the description box below. Thank you. Hi, my name is Mildred. I am queer, feminist, and a witch. I run FitClick Africa, which is just badass work to do with trauma, killing, patriarchy, kicking, and all that. You can find us on Instagram if you want, you know, the, the official uh, blurb. Yeah, but yeah, I'm really excited to be People, here. They don't have a choice. What's your Instagram handle? <laughs> Faith Click Africa. Also, follow our witchy page, which is uh, Garden Witching page, which is got. Garden feminist. I still am trying to get to terms with the fact that you describe yourself as a witch. I think it's, it's so beautiful. Birthright. I wish more women um, describe themselves as witches because I feel like I feel like women have always been witches. It's just that um, uh, colonialism made bastardized the term being a witch. This is me who went to almost sixteen years of religious school, Catholic <laughs> school, and then a Christian evangelical university. So witch. Oh. So. My head is still trying to come okay. around. So the word witch has been bastardized. Women have power. Women can manifest things with their yonis. Is, do, you, do you do it like that? I mean... Like you're manifesting um, shit through masturbation. That sounds... You're right on the line, yeah? Right. <laughs> manifest your power. Worship pussy and it will worship you back. Hey, fucking man. But um, uh, the way I manifest my energy is through... Um, I love people and I love it when people feel good. So because I have a great energy, I elevate people with plants, with scents, with color, and just with great energy. Also, so can I, can I be listener. elevated? Look, you're already like so a... great, but oh. I will elevate you Girl. in any way that tell I can. Friend. You tell have to friend. you have to give your consent. It's really I have no power except the power that I get through you and through the energy that I send you, my loving energy. I, yeah, so I, that's the kind of witchcraft I practice. I like loving witchcraft, but that's all it's ever been. Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> that's how we feel that it's always been. Okay, nice. Does anyone else want to say something? Want to say hello? Jump in. <laughs> Jump in. Hello, um, I'm Dion. I am a filmmaker from the UK. I am a queer feminist, all the intersections. Um, and yeah, I am happy to be here. Actually, really quickly, everyone, what are your pronouns? She, her. He. <laughs> she, her. Okay, and then we have somebody else who's like a ghost. <laughs> well, if they ask on those forms you have to fill in when you enter some countries, uh, I always refuse to check the box for mail, but even though I feel that, uh, I don't like the question. Um, I'm Wieland, I'm coming from Berlin, I'm a filmmaker, uh, and uh, I'm just uh, listening a lot since I'm here, which is only one day. Oh, that's so sad. Well, I guess we're going to have to come see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it is. You never take me to Berlin, please. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for uh, agreeing to be here. It's such a room full of beautiful people, beautiful energy, full of rainbows. And um, we're all here. We're queer. We're here to stay. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. our queer prayer. Hey, women. A queer. <laughs> a a non-identifying. <laughs> <laughs> A genderless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this room. <laughs> okay, guys. So I'm going to jump right into um, our questions. Maybe we can each get like a perspective on it. Uh, some of them are 
a little bit heavier than others. Some of them are light, and some of them do require male perspective, and some require female perspective. But in both um, in both situations, you can give your own personal p opinion, and that's what's the most important. So our first question comes from a Kenyan lady who said, "I have gone through FGM, and it was horrendous. But that aside." I'm afraid of my guy going down on me because I feel incomplete down there. So it makes me cautious. I can't even look at my hoo-ha, let alone be comfortable anyone else seeing it. How do I overcome this fear and how do I know if I'm enjoying sex or not? Wow. Yo, sis. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm yep. so sorry for the pain and the trauma and this really wasn't your fault and you couldn't control it. And I'm sorry that we live in a world that, um, in a society that made it that this was okay, yeah? Um, on the question of how you can know whether you're enjoying sex or not, I think the first point really would be to find out on your own, outside of a partner, what makes your body feel different, right? So if, if um, it's so confusing that you can't yet put language to it, then just look for different sensations. What makes, what is ticklish on your inner thigh or what is, um, what hurts or what kind of heart feels good or what kind of massage or touch makes you feel a tingle up your spine or just a nice feeling in your belly or in your heart. I feel like the enjoyment of sensuality and, and intimacy comes so much from being able to name what we want and to express that to the person that we are with in uh, one language that they'll understand, but also the guy that you are with. Really, really, um, uh, one, he must be, any, any person who is going to eat pussy, he must be expressing utmost reverence, worship, desire, joy, etc. to be in the presence of pussy, okay? Amen. If you're not doing that, if you're not worshiping before this blessed person, shows this uh, uh, look if you're not worshiping before you see the pussy you're doing it wrong okay so this man has to understand that one he must worship two um pussies vaginas vulvas look so different are so variedly different that uh while yours has been um yours is different as well um they're all so different and so many women have so many, uh, what do they call them? Hang-ups about their vulvas, right? So what I'm saying is, sis, as far as being in hang-up land, you're not alone. As far as being in shy land about your vulva, you are not alone. This is uh, something that many women experience as well. So um, that person had better be ready to worship. Uh, you, he, they had better be as kind and as empathetic as just anybody who's going to access your body had better be being kind and friendly and just have a, a respect for your body that, you know, the sharing of your body deserves. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he must worship. Uh, it would be a great thing to find out what feels sensual, what gives you different feelings, what gives you a good energy, what in your space and even with the colors of the space, with the airing of the space, um, I can't say that it's this one thing that will help you, but it is uh, sitting within the attitude of one uh, kindness to yourself, kindness to your body, and just uh, a love, even if you have to begin constructing it from scratch, right? Uh, that love comes with carefully considering your body as well and being able to name to your partner how you would like for them to carefully consider uh, all of the things that need to be considered before anybody eats your pussy. So yeah. Take it slow. There's no rush, you're alive, your pussies, you know, you're standing on top of it or sitting on top of it, you're fine. Um, and I hope this works out for you. Yeah. Thank you, Mildred. Ooh. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it, it, it's, I mean, it, we dove right into the deep end. Straight away. I mean, it, it, it angers me. I was listening to the radio this morning, was it yesterday, they were talking about how to enforce the ban on FGM in Kenya, and I'm like, we're still here? You know, and that just really ruined the start of my day, and then this is the first question that you have. But to sister out there, I mean, what Mildred said is true, and what yesterday at the film festival, just discover yourself. 
you know learn to discover yourself and if 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 your jama going down on you giving you pleasure is not something you enjoy tell him and tell him let's discover other ways that will make you really enjoy sex with him because he's he's out to pleasure you and you have to enjoy it and if you're not enjoying that fungam lango close the door yeah close the door until you find a place or when you're comfortable within yourself discover yourself and your body as well it's it's beautiful that's true um i believe very strongly that we are brainwashed by the media as to what pleasure is supposed to look like so when you sit and ask yourself am i enjoying sex or not what are you basing it on a lot of the time we exactly. base it on what we see yeah. how we see people perceiving pleasure um and sometimes actually most times you just need to spend some time with yourself and figure out the things that a lot of time a lot of time by yourself <laughs> <laughs> yes. and just figure out what the things what things feel good to you and feel good to your body and sometimes having an interaction with your partner is not necessarily sexual or it can be sexual without it can be just be um sensual sensual yes. that's the word i'm looking for without it necessarily being sexual so touch like you were saying pleasure figuring out what pleasure is mm-hmm. using touch whether your own or your partner's just touch other parts of your body and figure out what is pleasure and what's not but when it comes to sexual pleasure i believe very strongly that you need to figure out what your own sexual pleasure is like where do you derive your sexual pleasure yes. from yeah. before you can begin to figure out whether you like sex or not it's just like I enjoy it. Then you can tell your partner touch yeah. me here. Exactly. You're the source. Exactly. You have yeah, to be the source. Have that. Yeah. I think also one thing I've learned is is a good sensual massage. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, uh, a good sensual massage. Is it like <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do it and do it again? You know and and the people you know like you just come and yeah, you know you're like just yeah. Just, that is one way of getting into it a good someone who just knows the human body and will touch you in a way that you're like <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that expression of Kevin's face <laughs> no but also I've just been reading this incredible uh, book well also I've just been reading a lot of information for some reason about the clitoris yeah and uh, just the fact that it's such a large organ yeah that what uh, shows up at the tip the glands of the clitoris is just just that 1 cm is really the it's bare the minimum iceberg. right so it, it it expands so far behind uh, and around the, the 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 vaginal canal that um when we talk of things like g spot um, or like g spot sti- stimulation or or uh, even penetrative orgasms at all it's simply because uh, the clitoris is literally uh, uh stimulated as well through uh penetrative sex and you can do things like putting a pillow under your ass to like tilt your pelvis to like the perfect you know you can do things like uh having your legs elevated above uh your waist to make sure that penetration feels different what comes up in my mind is just like that not even one person feels 100% sure of himself or herself and that is uh, something you should also consider because males are trained to basically f- perform as they were and when the dick is hard the brain is switched off often enough and that is not um, an example for that they feel assured of themselves so it's just uh, very important to understand what is performance and what is the real feeling and uh, you're not alone in that at all yeah yeah, yeah. okay thank you guys for your opinions we're going to move on to the next question i've been having sex since i was 19 i'm 26 today and i'm yet to experience an orgasm during sex by the way guys this is a question that i get about 10 times a day the orgasm god yeah. makes me cry even if i try the same thing i do during masturbation still nothing i recently tried anal and still nothing i've thought about playing for the other team in brackets i'm a woman but i've not yet figured out how to go about it i'm normally an introvert and that doesn't help in discovering new and amazing sexual experiences any tips for a single eager female i mean that she's keen that's, that's important i'm just grateful that you're asking the questions and 
Kaz, thank you for having this this platform where people can ask these questions because this is Kenya. Yeah. yeah. Where we are uh, like, describe us as a frigid nation. Yeah. You know, sex is only for babies. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know? and and should be done when and, you're married. Yeah, and make, the rest and, of the time you should be cooking. And Friday nights. You know <laughs> you know that. No, kind no, of. no, Friday nights the husband must go out and drink with oh, his friends. So when do you have sex then? <laughs> Saturday morning. Saturday morning. <laughs> No wonder no orgasm is for We have to time sex better, not in hangover window. Yeah, when your ass is stinky. Oh, come on. I hope you, there's like showers, man. Better. No, I'm, I, this I is don't Africa. Know. There's no water. Oh, I mean. <laughs> people. We might be speaking people's lives and, and just giving them pain. <laughs> yeah, but. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know what. Um, Female orgasm is totally out of my league, to be honest. But, but Shit. K- keep exploring, mm. keep exploring, and there are a couple of good. I'll, I'll give this context to to Kaz. There are a couple of really good sex therapists in Nairobi. Yes, Ooh. one of which we have in common. Exactly. So there are sex therapists who will help you, who who will help you discover yourself in a very safe space. So thank you for asking. You're in a good space here with Kaz, and keep exploring. Amen. A non-gender binary. <laughs> a melanin. <laughs> a orgasm. Any, um, a more than two. <laughs> a more than two. She did mention that she does come when she's masturbating. Yes. Yeah. And, then, and, and um, that she's tried using the same method that she does during masturbation during sex and it still doesn't work. But you see, using the same method plus an entire human being and the penis or the... No, she did mention playing for the other team. So, it, you know, playing for the other team or playing for your team? Eh, madam. Yeah, it's you're, actually the same If you're on the team, it's a team. Anyway, we're not in teams, Nyabula. We're just here being bodies... Meatballs, meatball, meatball bodies with spirits in them, with desire. So uh, the first thing that you can kick out of even your, um, even even your your your, your you, the lens with which you view the world, right, is the idea that there, there are teams. There, there's no teams. You don't have to swim across a gulf. You don't have to like get a stamp of approval from five lesbians before you can like meet one woman who you want to hang out with like that. Oh, then I've been doing this wrong. Oh no, I've not been making you. Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. Bring that punch card. I tear it in Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> and, Jesus is here. Wherever <laughs> two or three, I got that. It's a queer in that midst. I think the queer is always Jesus. But okay, 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 okay. Um, but for real, look, you come on your own. Yeah, that means. The things that you are adding to the sex when the sex is not with you are the things that may be shandering your orgasm <laughs> away from you. I eat those men. Let me tell you, by the way, that this orgasm gap is just so patriarchal, so painful to me, and a leading cause of pain, suffering, and unfairness in women's lives. Look, if this person isn't willing to carefully consider the way they are scaring away your orgasms, because clearly you have them, then they come, then they run away. Anyway, <laughs> look, sis, this person is clearly shandering your body in a way that... You know how people say, Ashanda, blah, 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 in church? In, in actually, in Uganda, shandering has become another thing, it's right? Very, I love uh, it. It's a, yeah, to shander. Mm. What does it mean in Uganda? <laughs> it means a lot of things. When I say that shandering orgasms away, it's like, you know, they're scaring them away. Oh, when okay. I say I'm shandered, it may mean uh, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised who I am. And look, it means everything. It's like banhange or okay, another one. Shanda. Yeah, it's, it's yes. Anyway, this person is carrying yoga things away. It is their fault. They need to be humble and realize that when they come into the equation, you don't come as hard or at all. Yeah. So, um, also just the easy things about making sex better for yourself. Just, just physics, like putting a pillow under your ass and elevating and uh, making sure that penetration is only done after like a vigorous, like active and enthusiastic effort to make sure that you are wet or that you make sure that you are well lubricated if you know your body works in different ways uh, that you are vast you contain multitudes let your partner understand that and sit with you in that and also meditate upon why when he shows up orgasm run yeah because it's all about energy yeah 
It's energy. It's an ex- it's a it's a flow of energy, energy or so just by sex. energy. <coughs> yeah, but if the energy's not there, and then, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Um also like a lot of people take their brain with them to sex. Sometimes mm. you just need to leave the brain that's thinking about, oh my god, is the oven on? Uh, did I lock the door? You know, as women, we're thinking about about ten billion more things than men think about in at any given time. Our bandwidth is just so <laughs> We need more GBs yeah. than the average man. So sometimes we just need to realize that the brain needs to be switched off when we're we overthink orgasms like i need to come i need to come i need to come and then you spend so much of the sex thinking about the orgasm as opposed to enjoying the sex every time i get a question from somebody saying i'm i'm struggling with orgasms during sex the thing that i always say to them is have sex and actively try not to come and let that be the thing that you focus on i'm gonna have sex and i'm not gonna come and I'm just literally going to have an hour or however long it takes to have sex of just pleasure with no orgasm. And that switches your mind frame completely. And sometimes you'll find that that's when the orgasm fight, like comes. Yeah. And it comes with a bang. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Less pressure, more play. Yeah. And yeah. everything will flow. But you know, also maybe... Like edging. Almost like edging. Mm-hmm. So it's practicing edging. Yeah. Isn't it's possibly a tiny population of people who just don't orgasm? I don't know if this is true or not. This is really asking science. I'm asking the room. So Isn't this a possibility? That a small number that of people don't. Yes, yeah, there's a percentage of people who just uh, look because if we're saying these are the things that you can do, no, uh, then uh, they do all of the things and their bodies are just not wired in a particular oh, way then that might be also problematic I, I think there is that yeah. but there's also that whole thing of where people will shunder your orgasm yes it yeah. is you know and I've it, never thought about that yeah we're like why is it so much harder with this person yeah yeah I, I've never thought about that because I also feel like everybody needs to be con- in control of their orgasm and it shouldn't depend on another person mm-hmm. it's almost like the other person becomes your sex toy so <laughs> if, right? if if if, if I don't I feel like nobody should be I've always felt like nobody should be blamed for your lack of orgasm. I'm just like I came here for something. I am right. not leaving without it. <laughs> I but have you ever tried to tell a man even like come on. We all know that the reality I like, is, bring your limp look, dick. It's going to rub against my clitoris and I have an orgasm. The privilege of I don't give a fuck. The, <laughs> we are living in lives of privilege. With all our rainbows here we're living in privilege. But let me tell you, okay? In the times of engagement with men in any way, it's just it's just really difficult because already this person is socialized to like already the contract the spiritual and physical contract between the two of you allows for stupid things like you say, Could you eat my pussy? They say no. What? <laughs> okay, look, you're allowed to say no. But like is it a perpetual no? Are you trying to make me feel bad about my body like my pussy is totally inedible because it is fundamentally flawed because it is a pussy? Look, like there are just some ways that men who have sex with women occupy spaces of such disgusting power, intimidation, they are like, Oh my male ego is going to come and and, and just shunder this entire experience if you dare speak up or if you dare touch your clit at all. Look. Mm-mm. Let's not speak from a place of privilege. Let us understand <laughs> that right, it is really right. difficult to, like, this is why I was just just saying, you just sent this one to him in the times when I was saying it's his fault. Because I feel like men have to be um, held accountable, especially men who, are, who, who have sex with women, for just um, having accepted too readily um, <clears throat> to have such bad sex with human beings who have spirits for so long. I feel like that's just so unfair and even if uh, there's a thing that she has to do to make her sex life better there's plenty things every man who has sex with vaginas has to do in order to be doing it okay seriously people you're doing it wrong can i just jump in a friend of mine who's who's straight um met this chick he went down on her and during that process she just told him stop she dressed up and went home she was a married mama and she and, and she's like she called him later on and she, she went into a corner and she was like shaking. It's like, what's up? Did I do something wrong? It's like, leave me alone. And she went home. She called him later on saying, what the fuck was that you were doing to me? That has never, my body has never felt like that. Married woman, 
Like never felt that good? Never oh. felt that good. Oh. Never felt that oh. good. And and there was no penetration. He just went down on her and there she was you know and she and, and and so I'm like, my god, she's been in this marriage where it's wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Like what you're saying. And she's so accustomed to it. And she's so accustomed to it. So it's that whole thing where like she didn't know her body could be taken to that to those places rather. So that like what you're saying, you know, they're my brothers who sleep with women step up to the plate, man. Okay, so that, yes, I, I feel like our men are not raised, uh, Kenyan specifically, our Kenyan men are not raised to please women, first of all, of course, n- never. But secondly, nobody teaches men about sex and nobody teaches men about pleasure, self or otherwise. So a yeah. lot of us are learning from the internet we're learning from porn and then the kind of porn we're learning from is like very disgustingly heterosexual like Toxic. borderline rape oh very porn. bad stories you know from I mean? your boys yeah, oh, yeah. And <laughs> you know and it's and lies oh i stories. did it like yeah. seven times like seven yeah. so when you do it once like six to go and yeah. <laughs> no like seven bumps and each one is counted it's what he meant yeah. it's what he meant <laughs> yeah so, no. the, I mean, there's all of that. So, the idea is, oh, I feel like everybody needs to be washed. Everybody's brain needs to be put in a big bucket, washed, put back in their heads. Let's start over. Like, let your body be the thing that tells you where pleasure is, where pleasure yeah. is not. Exactly. But also, just, like, communicate. Right. Touch me um, here, squeeze me here, slap me here. Right. Yes. Yeah. A friend Bite of mine once yes. said, um, so, this by friend of mine said, uh, according to her, the reason why um, men are really, really bad at cunnilingus is is because um, they don't learn. One, they're not socialized to ask, and they're learning from their boys. Then they don't learn, and then they just know they'll be bad at it. And then they don't do it, and then when you ask for it, they, they have to project uh, something upon your vagina or something upon you. So that, that's the reason. Why I am not uh, it's your eating your pussy? It's your dirty pussy, or your pussy has hair, or or, or oh my gosh, put the, oh dear, if I smell at the smell of a natural pussy, I will die. No, no, like just gosh, um, it's projection and socialization, and also because they are so bad at it, they are bad at it, and then they are bad at it again, and then they will not practice, and then they will not ask, then they don't want you to tell them. So now look at the thing for asking for directions, but also in the same breath with not asking communication, women also don't ask. A lot of women go can Mm. have suffer disease or have go through bad sex. Like your friend who'd been married for so many years, saying, "What the fuck are you doing to me?" Because she didn't ask. You know, she didn't ask her friends because women don't talk about this. I was recently having a conversation with my I call her my aunt. She's just a little bit older than me. She's in her (laughs) fifties, much older than me. (laughs) Sorry, guys. And um, she was talking about how her and her friends don't have, I invited her to come for the spread live. And she was like, it's so wonderful that you young people these days are having much um, more candid and open conversations about sex and sexuality. My friend, uh, in our generation, we never had those conversations. And I said, that's not, it's not a generational thing. It's a very individual thing. Cause I mm. said this, friends of yours, I said to her, there's friends of yours that I know that I have very candid conversations with about sex. And she said, yeah, but she's different. And I was like, so am I. That's the same thing people say about me. She's different. Yeah. And it's a gathering of different people <laughs> in the yeah. same room. So it's not a generational thing. And I said, you don't talk to your friends about sex. And like, she's like, yeah, we did. Like, m- like you know, my husband and I have sex, you know, however often, once a month or, or once every six months or whatever. And then that's as far as the conversation goes. You know, I'm pregnant. But there's never like the detail with which sex conversations about sex are had is so tabooed Mm. and that's the reason why so many people so many men are going uh specifically heterosexual men are going into um sexual situations with no knowledge and the same with women with no knowledge (laughs) i feel women are going in with no information right but also with plenty of shame that they have had to um in, in, that, have, that, they have been, that has been forced upon them, that they have internalized as a result of growing up within the society that we live in. So I, I, I want to ask, do, do women even know what to ask? Sometimes the questions that you receive, even just about anatomy, because um, we host Feminist Utopia, and we hosted 
this year we've hosted around uh, the country, we've done 20 uh, camps, and some of the questions that come up about bodies or ab about even just just orgasms, sometimes people don't even know what their, their pussies look like, and people, I swear, I'm not just giving all, all poor African women porn right now, no, but f for real, like so many people haven't even looked at their vulvas before, they're so... They, they're stuck in the idea that either your, your vagina smells like fish or it smells like mushrooms, you know, which is just, I don't know, why in Uganda are those the two ways vaginas can smell? Fish, mushrooms, I've why? Never, I've never heard mushrooms in my life. Uh, hey, but mushrooms, that's when it's good. Fish, that's when it's apparently bad. Look, I like fish. Uh, fish is good in general. <laughs> it's very good um, for your health. Says yeah, the, um, vegan. <laughs> I just we need to make a conscious effort to one disseminate more honest and I mean, I mean whole Africa does just so much beautiful work with that yeah um, disseminate right uh, is in the room we're just showing people what bodies can look like and just the amazing and different ways in which they can fit together and occupy spaces together even non sexually even just uh, amazingly sensually because they have so much picture content on their uh, media sites anyway um. Uh, I don't know if heterosexual women are taking advantage of this resource or if they're feeling like their eyes will shrivel and, I, and you know, I don't know. But um, I hope they are. More information is to be <laughs> internalized <laughs> about the body. Okay, so one more question for this episode. How do you feel about racial stereotypes when it comes to penis size? Do they affect your perceptions of attraction? How about smaller framed or shorter men? Um, I don't know if this question was like for me specifically <laughs> or just generally. Maybe we can talk about these things. So the racial stereotypes when it comes to penis size, if anyone has any um, experience with penises. I <laughs> wonder. And also maybe we can talk about like what's the actually you know what would be interesting to talk about what is the female version of penis size but let's talk about the racial stereotypes with penis size we start with you kev <laughs> um i don't i don't like i i am pretty open to penis sizes because like no pun and uh, yeah no pun <laughs> <laughs> okay penny dropped uh, <laughs> because i'm like you didn't get to choose your penis size you know so i'm like i wouldn't be in your people i'm a size queen and I'm like bruh if you talk to whoever you believe in the maker and like i want a 10 inch dick or i want a two it you didn't it's it's there you have what you have learn how to play with what you have yeah and i, I say that because and my, that, that changed <laughs> not that i'm a size i'm a size queen or anything i met this gentleman from 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 japan he didn't he wasn't well endowed at all but he knew how to use all the other stuff. And it was such good fun. We met up again. And again. Uh. You know, and it got to a point like, yeah, it was it was a tiny it was a tiny dick. But the fact that he Oh, I'm on the spread. He gave such good head. Yes. <laughs> you said dick and then you didn't want to say head. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to yeah, I forgot I'm on the spread. He gave such good head and he just so comfortable with his body. And he, he, and equally, he knew how to pleasure me, and I pleasured him, and we had such great sex. And it didn't matter. And the guys who have big dicks, who don't know what to do with their dicks, you know, and make it uncomfortable for you. I'm like, brah, really? All that, and, you know? And yeah. at times, it's, it's more so, and, and just, sometimes they're just used to taking pictures of it and just showing it around and not really using it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe so. that's its only use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a model. It's a model, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, so for me, that, that is it. And, I, and, and I've met guys, you've, I've met people from all parts of the world with big dicks and small dicks. You know, and I think porn hasn't helped. No. To be honest, where everyone like got big, I'm I'm ready. To, I saw something on t on Twitter the other day saying he's ready for BCC, big black cock. Mm. I'm like, oh. bra, you're messing it for some of us, you know, because <laughs> not everyone has yeah, a big, a big black, black cock, cock. Mm. and not every white person has a small dick, you know, a small cock, or every Oriental person has a, you know, micro, you know that, and the guys who like micro dicks mm. and get off on that. So whatever rocks your boat, man. Yeah. You there's there's no, that's life. 
You know, that's, that's how we were made. That's, that's how we should bad. look at Yeah, that's how we should look at it and and make the best of whatever experience that you can. A guy could have a small dick but have good sex. That's true. Or a guy could have a nice big dick. No, I said that. A big dick, excuse me. And just not know shit about. Yeah. And it's very selfish. It's true. Also, that's a very grown-up perspective because, you know, you have to kiss a lot of dicks to get to that um, point where you're just like, yeah, a smaller dick comes with a good personality. At that point, there's no personality. It's like, brother, man. <laughs> but he's a good guy. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, um, of, of all of the guys that I've hooked up with, uh, some of the best oral sex I've gotten is from small dick men. I really just like, uh, fun fact, uh-huh. I really enjoy micropenis porn. You do? <laughs> yes. It was interesting when I watched it the first time. I'm like, eh. Have you ever actually seen a micropenis, though, like in, an inverted penis? It's heavy. It's, so it's, it's, it's like a belly button. <laughs> and then the more you play with it, then it comes out. But it only comes out like a little teeny weeny bit until like your nail. Because then you rub it like a clit. And then, and the brother knows how to enjoy himself. It can sometimes be quite exciting. And the guy knows to enjoy himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And uh, there are a couple of sites on Tumblr that have a lot of um, micropenis porn. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. There's nothing you can't find. Yeah. Please, motion in the ocean. Can you please use your pelvis and your body also? Yeah, but I sometimes like small penises penis. are not for penetration. Right. No, but sometimes. like, uh, women achieve plenty of pleasure, penisless, rubbing full. So I feel like uh, there's a lot more rubbing action. Actually, that that's happen. true. And, yeah. and which, which would Protest. pleasure both partners. Both of them. I feel like that's they would trip perfectly. Actually, if, if, right. if it was accessible to their bodies. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So watch more lesbian porn. Yo. Lesbian <laughs> porn for small dick men. <laughs> How are you doing that? Oh, that sounds like an insult. In the patriarchy, that's really an insult. I didn't mean to hurt you. <laughs> of course, in the patriarchy, you have to apologize. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, also. <laughs> well. Anyone else? What's the equivalent of a small dick? In... You know, I, it's very interesting. I don't have very many um, conversations about good sex, bad sex with same-sex um, women. Okay. So I'm, I'm really interested to know, like... Actually, we're totally just going to switch this. Like, what is bad sex? I've had plenty. But, like, I really want to know what your opinion is. Are we looking to the back? Um, bad sex uh, between women. So the equivalent of a, of, a, of a big penis apparently is big hands. Oh. I, I've heard this. I've heard so this. So the longer your fingers are, then it, it, it's assumed that the better you are at, at fingering. But guys, these things are not true. Women are, can be really, really bad at sex sometimes. Um, the knee and the groin thing. Like when yes. it's, it's a full-blown knee. Oh my God, knee. Oh, yeah, the knee and the groin when you think... Yeah, when and it becomes um, sort of the, the sort of queer woman version of jackrabbiting. Yeah. You know that do 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 do, but oh. like now that happening and you and I've heard this a lot from more uh, femme people, femme presenting people, sleeping with more masculine presenting people. So it's that whole thing of like I'm a fuck you till you come, take this dick, and they're really talking about their fingers. Some of the things we've seen online is holler like the heteronormativity of it. Where do you remember that one person who used talking to about talking hands, about yeah. their hands on the on Instagram, putting up two fingers? And being like, yeah, you want this dick. And you're like, I oh, carry wow. the two, add the three. This is not, um, <laughs> that is it's not, not coming dick. together. Like, this, these numbers are not adding up. But yeah, so there's, there's a lot of, and you find that it, a lot of the bad sex mirrors sort of like heteronormative mm-hmm. models. So it's like this whole thing of like, I'm having bad sex and you find it's weird things like, oh, you know, they don't think that, you know, they don't want to receive pleasure because, you know, they're more masculine presenting or you know the jackhammer thing the jackhammer thing i hear a lot 
like getting it's you're basically it's getting need in the groin yeah and forcing and forcing fisting on people oh yeah you know, so it's, it's, i think what makes what makes same sex well between two women sex bad between two women the simulating of heterosexual sex and then the lack of consent when yes. people force themselves uh, and they're trying to pound the pussy and all no guys please nobody's guys, pussy yeah. needs to be pounded yeah. amen yeah. unless you know it's a thing that and you and like and that's unless they yeah. ask yeah. for it yeah. that's where the yeah, consent yeah, yeah, comes yeah. from unless yeah. people ask for it don't yeah. do it yeah. don't force any fisting on people don't pound anything amen exactly yeah yeah i think i agree with that i think it's just sort of feeling entitled to someone's body and maybe just maybe one person not be feeling comfortable to say anything and say this isn't this isn't feeling good but the other person sort of um presuming that it feels good and it's just like this mishmash of two people not understanding each other's bodies i think but then there's also like straps as well i don't know some people can sort of buy their dicks in the shop and um yeah, yeah that's another thing but how yeah is it? yeah mm. yeah but like uh the thing with um are you specifically talking about um the heterosexual couples with men with smaller penises buying extra penis it could be, but I was talking about, yeah, You're two women. You're talking about yeah. oh, women specifically. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah. What about it? What was the question? <laughs> so it was, what's the, Bad what's sex. the, what's the, oh, I thought we were still on what's the, I thought we were still on what's the equivalent to dick size. Oh, so you could, a store yeah. bought one. <laughs> could be. <laughs> My store has more than yours. <laughs> But right, but small dick men can buy those too, right? That's and true. Yeah, and exactly. I hadn't even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, women can use them on men. Is that that's another pegging. thing? That's a thing. Why are we not? Yeah, you know? pegging is my favorite thing. Currently. It's called what? Pegging. Pegging. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's one of the best things ever. Yeah. yeah. I, is it pe- more of a thing? Yeah, absolutely. Normalizing pegging. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say something? <laughs> Well, when it comes to dick, I think it's uh, more of an um, aesthetic question as well. Um, m- far more than the size as such. And we were talking about uh, Japanese men. Of course, this is a stereotype, but uh, it, there is always some truth to any stereotype in a way. So it's not such a bad thing as such. But the expectation, of course, turns mm-hmm. it around and it makes people, it corners people. And that's the bad part of it, I guess. Um, I, I've seen ugly big dicks in my life that were so not turning me on at all. Even the guy was very proud of it. Uh, but the pride didn't make me aroused. Um, and I had very beautiful small dicks. So this is uh, just as it goes. Basically, when you engage with someone, it's communication first. And the communication already draws you to a person. And when you get what you desire in a certain way, then the dick comes with it. Um, uh, unless, yeah, of yeah. course, I must uh, say there also there I'm normative in my desire because you also can have like you mentioned the micro dick. You said mm-hmm. um, you can discover things that shock you in the moment, and yeah. how to deal with that is very difficult. Yeah. And I don't have a solution for that. Yeah. Thanks. Does anyone else want to add anything? I'm curious, what does a, a beautiful dick look like? Well, first of all, it's in the eyes of the beholder, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. The beer holder. careful. The things people do with food and Why? dick, careful. <laughs> <laughs> But it comes to all forms and sizes, and some people fetishize something because yeah. their first experience in your life maybe have you given you an image of a dick that you will hate for the rest of your life or you will desire for the rest of your life. So it's, it's really a very different and not only a dick issue, it's, it's the whole body kind of language of someone can be the same kind of issue, I guess. Jeez, guys, you guys have been amazing. Oh, my Thank God. You. Oh, shoot. I feel like... Um, Maybe the equivalent of like not not dick size, but um, uh, kind of like ego jostling would be like like a dexterous tongue. Like, do you have a flexible and willing and dexterous and happy and <laughs> listening tongue? Does it listen though? 
Yeah. I'm just demonstrating. Okay. I'm demonstrating. <laughs> I'm just I, like no, this. Like this. I was getting flustered. Here we go. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you too. Thank you yes. for your space. Oh, it's I, so important. Absolutely, it's very important. I always, I always say wherever. I, Wherever I am, whichever event I create, whatever space I create will always be a queer-friendly space. So, um, you know, we're here, we're queer, a non-gender conforming, a non-gender, a melanin. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for being on the Spread Podcast. Um, guys, if you want to meet and greet our guests from today, I have tagged all of their Instagram handles in the description box below and i will be tagging them on instagram so please be sure to follow us and we'll catch you guys the next time we catch you guys bye bye thanks guys if you would like to leave us your questions so that i can share them with my co-hosts please do so by sending us an email on host at the spreadpodcast.com please don't forget to follow us on all of our social media at the spread pod and we will see you in a few days Secrets with you, cause with you I had no fear. Because my soul is ready and my heart is vacant. I want you to be with me every step I'm taking. Cause I know I found something special. That's why I just wanna lay down my body and just expose myself to you. Oh baby, so lay down your body and just expose yourself to me too. Cause I want your love. Will you give me love? Make my dream a reality. Cause I know I'm not gonna run around looking for something that's right in front of me. Right in front of me. Looking for something that's right in front of me. Boy, kiss me, I'm dying to find a deep meaning. Looking for something that's right in front of me